Welcome back into another episode of the Roll Blob Podcast. Andy, what is good? Honestly, it cannot be a better day. Um, we had some huge <laughs> company news. Um, where we have an announcement, do we not? We, we do have a huge announcement. And on top of that, uh, DePaul made a tournament, so it really can oh, get, well, a, get better of a day. But first, we're going to roll into the announcement. Yeah. Well, we have something to tell the listeners at home, all, all 60 of you. We are well, – we'll round up an extra nine there. We are hashtag committed, are we not, Andy? 110% committed. Respect our decision. We really appreciate respecting our decision. And, Andy, what do you think was the deciding factor in our commitment? Um, the, the biggest deciding factor is they just kept flooding our mentions and mm-hmm. they tweeted at us it. every day. And like, so I really think like anybody that's wanting a recruit, that, that's, that was, that's what works. Like it made me feel wanted and uh-huh. just to see what fan base is so thirsty and horny for my presence. <laughs> it, that was, that was really the deciding factor. And roll blobs just out here following bags. Um, uh, but on a low key serious note, we are now in cahoots. Just kidding, we're not in cahoots. We, we have partnered up with, with Broken Anchor, um, just like a, a, a brand, some guys doing some really cool stuff. They are now – we're now under their umbrella. Our podcast is under their umbrella. And so, essentially, we're just doing podcasts. Same name, same content, same everything. If anything, you'll be getting more content. But we're now under their umbrella, and we, we're partnering with them. So, uh, they do a lot of, like, really cool blogs, cool videos, a bunch of cool content on their site. Um, just putting out funny, good stuff out there. Um, but they've absorbed us. Um, and there's potential merch down the line. But essentially, it's just going to be podcasts under them. They're helping us out with our stuff, making it easy for us. Um, so it, it's been a really, really good partnership. They're really good people. Um, Andy, what do you think about it so far? Honestly, I could not be more excited. I mean, I've been, I've been losing sleep because I've just, I've just been so giddy about the direction that this whole thing is going. Uh, like when they, first, when they first messaged us, and like their idea was phenomenal. And the way they've grown and the way that we can help them grow and the way they can help us grow is just, I mean, we're, we're, we're taking this thing to the fucking moon. And there's uh, Xavier fans. So one of them is one of them's a Xavier fan. The other's a, the other's a Dayton guy, but we have, we'll call them Xavier fans. We'll call yeah, them Xavier fans. Right. The, one, I don't, the Dayton's a wannabe Xavier fan. I don't know what that word you keep saying is, but <clears throat> I'm just going to look past it. <laughs> no idea what the hell you're saying. All around. They're really, they're, they're, I, I've, I've talked. We've talked to a couple of the um, people in the group chat. They have. There's this girl that we're really excited about. Um, her name's Morgan. Then um, Dom's. Dom's really funny in the in the group chat. And um, yeah, good people, Ben and man. Joe are really really great people to talk to. Those are really the only ones that um, we've met. Um, but just some Midwestern people doing Midwestern things. Just average Joe's trying to make a media empire, and I could not be more excited to be a part of it. This this Love thing's going. It. Love to see it. So real quick, I just kind of wanted to give a quick update on where the show is, what our plans are, give you a quick format if you're a new listener. Um, and if you've been around, if you're one of the 50, 60 horny idiots that has listened to us this whole time, it's going to be about the same or kind of going to be moving a little bit. So kind of what we do, we normally come in, we introduce the show real quick, take 45 to 60 seconds to tell you what we're going to talk about, crack a couple stupid ass jokes. Um, we have our little intro music you're about to hear here in about a minute. Um, then we normally get into topics and we kind of go from like a small view to a big view. So at first we'll talk about Xavier basketball from five to 10 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, depending on what's relevant. Um, Cause that's where our heart is. We'll go to a little bit of bigger view, talk about the big East, talk about how Jay Wright's a jackass and he's too damn classy and it's fake, whatever. Um, then we'll kind of go to a bigger view, talk about what's going on in college basketball, looking at you uh, all inclusive NCAA tournament. 
And then after that, we'll maybe do an interview like we are doing today. And then we'll go from there and we'll just, you know, take our socks and shoes off, crack some beers open. And we call this our jackass hour where we just talk about bullshit. Put the women and children to bed because it gets raunchy. You are damn right it does. That is – and it's bad before then, but after that, it's just, you know, no we really go. Giving. We really go off the rails. And yeah. that, that's kind that's of – That's where we live, our, off the rails, yeah. Like, like I have a summer home in, like, reality – but where we li- typically live is <laughs> That's off where we're the rails, going off, going mm-hmm. off on tangents. We... Yep. If I could live off the grid, I would. <laughs> um, uh, we, that's when that's you really get to see our personalities. Hundred percent. So that's where we'll really, uh, we'll really come out. Um, okay. Sorry. Well, uh, uh, another thing um, that I think uh, is worth mentioning is on top of Roll Blob, the Roll Blob podcast, we might be doing another one. Uh, so the the college basketball one is going to be on Fridays. There's talks, and I think it's pretty close to official that we may do a midweek podcast about general sports. Yeah, so, for now it's going to be you know our Friday college basketball podcast per usual. Um, it's going to be kind of changing into a little bit more general college hoops, but obviously we're still going to talk a ton of Xavier and Big East, and that's where our heart sure. is. But we are interested, and we're probably going to end up doing a general sports podcast where we talk about how baseball is stupid and fantasy football and fuck you. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, college football, NBA. I, I'm a huge NBA fan. Andy and I both with our, with our sports fandom cover damn near all sports. Um, and obviously it doesn't include soccer cause it's not a sport. Um, but that's, that's pretty much where, where we're headed right now. So pretty much expect close to the status quo from roll blob. And then, um, at some point here in the next month or so, we really want to crank out a uh, a midweek general sports podcast. Wait, did you not know I played soccer? Uh, well, we're not going to talk about. That. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, I do believe we have some merch in the in the in the works. There we're, is also getting... some some merch with a hashtag something that I cannot I can't, I can't say right now. Can't, can't say um, it right but, now. You'll find out. But with that, welcome to the show. Appreciate the quick little PSA. Um, we, dude, we had an awesome show, man. So we, we talked to Dennis Stewart, who is, if you don't know, the godfather of college of Xavier college basketball. Um, and he is essentially Andy, I don't know if you agree, like the 55, you know, he's like a 55 older version of us. Like he is, our our personalities meshed incredibly. It was just immediate, immediate connection. And I think we're, we're, I'm willing to call him the horny big East Twitter godfather too. I, um, I, we, we officially named that on he's the, got the, he's, in the He's got the story to prove it. Uh, but there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. Obviously, today we, they dropped the bomb on the all-inclusive NCAA tournament, which we're going to get into. We're going to cancel Coach K tonight. Um, <laughs> we've got some Xavier news. And then our, our jackass topic, Andy, do you want to release that now or delete or release it later? Uh, we, we will release that later. Keep that – keep the suspense. Well, what do play you – Play it close to the vest. But we've got a good show. I'm really looking forward to it. I think you're really going to love the Dennis Stewart interview. And with that, let's get some more from Andy Mack and listen to the intro music real quick. Upset 
All right. So welcome to the pod. Andy, like we said, we're going to start with some Xavier news. And we've got a snow globe, which means Brian Snow predicted that Deshaun Holt was going to X. Andy, what do you think? I, that, that was probably the biggest real news of the week because um, we've right. been all on Deshaun Holt. Really, ever since we, since we got this podcast going, we've been, Deshaun Holt's been our guy. And he can really complete the greatest recruiting stretch we've seen in Xavier history. Um, and what we saw from uh, Brian Snow, it's a medium confidence. Uh, it's, a, it's a medium confidence right. prediction. prediction. Yeah. So it's it's not nothing set in stone. Like we we can't start popping the champagne. Can't it's we're not on lightning watch yet. But Brian Snow is one of the most accurate. Uh, he's he's so in touch. He is uh, and he's so accurate with his pr- predictions. Like we can start getting getting a little bit excited, but nothing is set in stone yet. I th- um, I think you get really excited, but this one seems to me be like it's not a done deal. I mean, you'd be surprised if he doesn't go to X. I think, but I I don't think this is a complete. I'm not like you know waving my Xavier flag in the front yard yet. Um, right? Yeah, we're, think, we're definitely not on lightning watch. Um, no, and we're not. We still watch. got quite a while before he said he's going to commit. I think he's going to commit at the end of this month. So we still End got a month, lot, thought, yeah. a lot can change in a couple of weeks, but Correct. for right now, um, the, the lean is he's going to Xavier, which is very exciting. Like it, it's very, very good news. And anytime you have a Brian snow prediction, it is a good thing. We just can't get comfortable yet. Cause there's still some work to do. Right. And like a consensus four-star recruit, six, seven athletic, really good player. Um, if this happens, Andy, I'm going to be tripping the fuck out. I might, I might streak. And it's not even that, like, don't get me wrong, Deshaun Holt's a big recruit. But it's not like that in and of itself is the biggest get of all time. But just the fact of getting Deshaun with everything else that we've gotten is just ridiculous. It's like completing an entire puzzle. 100%. And it's it's filling a huge need. Like, we need a solid wing. And let me tell you, Deshaun Holt is is more than a solid wing. He is going to be a very good high-impact wing, perhaps even his freshman year. And he's going to be – creating some great impact on such a deep team as we are we're recruiting we're recruiting at the guard position and we're we're gonna have many guys to filter in and out in the next couple of years and Deshaun's gonna be a big part of that if he decides to come here no question I mean he's a big enough recruit that if Providence got him they would literally be losing their fucking minds I think they they might have a big friar circle (laughs) if if he were if we were to commit to Providence, but no one commits to Providence, they don't have to worry about that. At this point, they'd freak out if they got a two star, but that's beside the point. <laughs> they just need a um, recruit, dude. They literally talk about their their transfer from what is it Temple or LaSalle or something. Like he's like a god. I think he averaged like ten points at Temple or something stupid. Anyway, well, ten points at a mid major. I know, bro. I know. Legendary. Look out! And my he might win a tournament game. Providence, today. it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> but our our next little topic, and this is my personal plight, Andy. You got to retire five, man. Trayvon blew it. Um, if you want to get into it real quick, you can, because I'm about to go off for a couple minutes. All right, I'll I'll, I'll get my two cents in because I know um, Cap feels very very passionate, as do I. But he's got a lot of shit to say. Um, five is going to be retired. Like he is. I mean, he's, the, uh, he's a top three muskie of all time, and and that that is that is a that is a consensus statement. Like. We all know that Trayvon Blue is a top three Muskie of all time. Can't argue that. A 2,000 point score. He led us to our first ever one seed. He made history. Took an 11 seed to an Elite Eight. 
Like, he did some like, – without Trayvon Blewett, we really don't have the program we have today. We're not in the position that we are in today without Trayvon Blewett. And so, absolutely, five needs to be retired. I do think it is official that Adam Kunkel will be wearing five. I personally believe that he will be the last one. And once Kunkel is um, – once Kunkel is done here, um, once he graduates, then I, after that I do believe five will, will be retired. I'm not Mario, though. That's not my, that's not my decision. But right. that's just my that's just my prediction. It it's has, just it to, has to be done. Five it's just to me, done. it's a complete no brainer. And everyone's like, "Oh, you got to retire 52 first. And it's like, I'm here for that conversation. But I think with two, it's a debate. With Trayvon, to me, it's absolutely no debate. Trayvon let us do an elite eight where he was almost he was literally probably the best scorer in the tournament up until the Gonzaga game, which he was still pretty good in actually. Um, first, so he let us the elite eight. He was the best. He's he was the best player on the best teams we've ever had. That was the best four year stretch in Xavier history, and I don't really think it's that close. The no best four year stretch. Than he did. No, the second leading score in school history against the best competition in school history with the best teams in school history. If you were to think about the teams that he could have played on, let's say he played on like a Xavier team from like two thousand and four, he might have beaten Byron Larkin, bro. Like, he was playing on – with Edmund Sumner, J.P. McCura. I mean, the teams that he was on were loaded. They had a, they had a balanced attack to, like, his senior year. I mean, yeah, he right. averaged nearly 20, but there were two other guys averaging double digits. Like, it wasn't, wasn't just he, him. He wasn't even demanding the ball, bro. He was not Jordan Crawford. Like, so for him to do all that he did, all that the, all that the teams did in the Big East, I mean, what he did for the program, it, it really can't be over – it can't be stated enough, honestly. Um, and for, I just think, I mean, three-time All-Big East player, like, bro, he did so much for the program, did everything for us, got us a number one seed, won us a Big East championship, like, and those are all trade, bro. Without that, none of that stuff happens. I mean, we still would have been good, but nowhere near what we were. If, I mean, Trey – He did have a good supporting cast, but, like, but he was the on. dog. He was the he, dude for three he, years. Not even close, dude. And and JP is an awesome all-time muskie. Edmund Sumner is as talented of a muskie as I've seen, but not but none of them were Trey. Right. I mean, like, Trey who knows what Edmund Sumner could have done if he stayed four years? Uh, right. But Trayvon Blewett is like he is Trey. Xavier. Like when people think of Xavier basketball, like from the past uh, past mm-hmm. few years, like maybe even a maybe even a decade, like it's Trayvon Blewett. Trey was the best player that I've seen play. I was I was really really young with D West. I I was probably twelve when he was a senior, but I, I, so I, I, I can't so I can't claim to really really know you know how, how he played. But Trey's the best player I've ever seen, and no disrespect to Holloway because he's right there too. But to me, it's Trey, and right. I think he's a no, he's a no brainer. If, if you don't retire his number, who who are you retiring? Right, like that's that, that, that's where I said like because people people um because. But the other day when we were kind of really pushing that agenda, like retire five, retire five, people kept throwing in 52. Yeah, I agree that 52 right. should be retired. But the impact that 52 made over um, five is – it's just not there. Like No, and he I was awesome. Goes, Don't um, get me wrong. Yeah, he's he's I'd right say there. Retire five and then a week later retire 52. Like they are that close yeah. to me. And I just think that – I think 52 – you have the argument both ways. I think with retire five, I can't see any argument not to. There, there is no like one. There's one argument that he didn't make a um, final four, but then who's who's number do you retire at Xavier? Like you don't. Like, yeah, it's like not even David dude. West made a final four. Like so it's dumb. And then I'm gonna say real quick just to call it like I see it and just you know keeping it real. Like, I think it's kind of BS that Kunkel's wearing it. Like, and I'm not trying to try, trying to dog Kunkel. You know whatever. Like, 
but it just kind of seems to me like you're kind of like prioritizing the present over the people that got you there, in my opinion. Because Trey is just an absolute bonafide legend in, in Xavier, you know? And for some dudes to walk in on the street and wear his number, I'm just kind of like, ugh. It, it, just, it just doesn't kind of sit right with me. I mean, I'm not trying to – you know, I think Xavier 99 times out of 100 does the right thing. But right here, it just kind of doesn't entirely sit right with me. But it is what it is. I get it, you know. It just kind of sucks. And, and if – and I, I'm someone like – if someone will wear five, like, cause I, I personally, I, I did not want anybody else to wear number five. Cause I mean, it's just, it, feel, it does not feel right. Especially like some of Trayvon's teammates are still on the team. Right. Like it, but if anybody's going to wear it, I'd like it to be like a guy, a guy like Adam Kunkel, who's going to be an absolute stud. Like he will be, he yeah. will bring great things to Xavier. So he will represent the number five very, very well. It's not like I'm going out there and wearing number five. Like, right. if, if, it, it better if, like, be. a walk-on would do it, like, that'd be pathetic. Like, no. Like, yeah. as much as I love our walk-ons, I love anybody that uh, wears a Xavier jersey. Like, and I guess the way I see it, too, wear... is, like, I don't know. If, if it wasn't so fresh, it wouldn't bug me as much. Like, like this year, for example, like, I always loved Dewan Odom in the number 23 jersey. He wore that in high school. Like, if he had hit up Byron and Byron and said, hey, I don't mind if the kid wears it because he's going he's gonna to be an absolute stud. Okay, cool. You know? But Trayvon was just here two years ago, and the number's not retired. You know what I mean? Like, we have not shown Trey the respect that he deserved. You know what I mean? I personally think he should have gotten the David West treatment. I, I was at his senior night thinking, all right, there's a small chance they retire his number tonight, and yeah. I'm going to be here. Like, I mean, I think he, he, had already, then. he had already done enough to get it retired by that point, I think, too. Um, but it is what it is, and, you know, the show goes on. And as long yeah. as they retire it, it all will be, for, all will be yeah. forgiven. But for right now, it just doesn't set right. And I do believe Adam Kunkel will represent the number five very, very well. Uh, sure, he, but he's he not will, Trey. And he isn't Trey, and like there will there will not be another Trey. Like, like we even cannot if I expect did, anybody if, to be Trey. We like if just, we didn't retire David West and Dolman wears his number two years later, and I love Dolman, and, and he was amazing. Now notice written like Dolman's obviously the freaking namesake. If he would have worn thirty, I'd be like, what the fuck are we doing? You know, D West right. just walked off campus. You know, two years ago. Um, so to me, it's weird, but I don't want to get on it too much, but it is just kind of doesn't sit right with me, but it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, and, like, like it's obviously going to be retired. Like we, we as Xavier so, yeah. nation, we know that, I mean, obviously it's not our decision. Um, if it were our decision would have been done by now, but it is, it, it's going to be retired, but it will feel weird seeing someone else wear it. Like, yeah. I kind of feel like that, uh, um, that J.R. Smith meme when he's got his eyes squinted. Uh, hey, when did J- when did uh, Trey come I, back? When did Trey become white? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then he see then he sees him shoot. Oh yeah, that is Trey. Right. Yeah. It's it's gonna be weird. We'll get used to it. But anyway, moving on. You want to talk into about some quick JP news real quick? Oh yeah. So um uh, JP is moving on to Turkey. Like his his NBA path is over, which. I For personally now. think he deserved a little bit of a shot. Like, I mean, deserved to be on some on an NBA roster, especially with some, how some of the how bad some of the teams he was with were. Like, don't call it a comeback, Hornets. Andy. And, don't call it a comeback. <laughs> like, J- JP could have helped the Cavs and could have helped the the Hornets when he was there. So could have brought him a championship. He, de- he definitely could have, and I, I think it's an absolute disgrace. Like Michael Jordan, you had the goat. The goat hired the goat. And you did not give him a chance. So honestly, I took a personal. As you Fuck should've. you, Michael Jordan. You're trash. Okay, Roll blah podcast. Known Michael Jordan haters. 
and like I'm I'm no longer Michael Jordan stan because he did not was. give the goat a chance. Can I just say real quick? We're not going to get into this, but he's the like maybe the worst sports owner of all time, aside he's up from there. Mike Brown. Like Phil, Phil Jackson's. A, I mean, Phil Jackson is. A, I know he wasn't an owner, but he was one of the worst. Look at Michael Jordan's draft history, bro. It's horrible, bro. Holy like, shit! As good of a player as he is, as he was, like obviously, like, this is an all-time great, and he's not like, horrible. He's not putting together a championship team. It's been a long time now, too, dude. He drafted Adam Morrison. It's been a long time. Oh, did he draft Derek Brown? I think he did draft Derek Brown. Okay, yeah. so okay, point. Okay, I'm back on the Michael Jordan train. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're cool again. We're cool. My, Michael Jordan, I love you. Yeah, we're honestly, cool. all right, like top two player of all time. Yeah, but JP will be going on to Turkey, and I'm sure just tearing it up and making a lot of friends over there, as he always and does. I, I when when Xavier players go overseas, they just become icons or icons over there. Sucks for Romain Sato and Justin Cage. All right, but do you want to move to more uh, wide open news here, real quick? You got more. There's something that I, I do have to say. Hit me with it. So you know how UC fans love the fact that they have a couple players that are just bench end of the bench journeyman in the NBA because they're they're more athletic and like they have Gary Clark who averaged a whopping 4 points a game this season and playing ha- playing half the games that the, that the um that his team played um, I think Joe Patrick started like two games for the Nets when they went like 16 and 50 I, I think I think they I think he did and now he's he's with Samaje overseas so right. yeah legendary career there um so they love to boast about that so they they obviously has had some comments and um one thing that really pissed me off was UC fans putting words into my mouth. Like, there was one UC fan that I'm actually pretty cool with. Like, I have a lot of conversations with, with him, uh, like, in, in DMs. Like, we've been talking for over a year, just talking basketball. Um, but he put some words in my mouth, and I was not very happy about it. Um, so, he, he started claiming that I said that J.P. McCure was better than Gary Clark, which, one, never came, the fu- came out of my fucking mouth. Um... And he honestly might be. I think right. he might have been a better college player. Right. But that's what's it's, t- it's tough. But I, I did say that uh, um, J.P. McCure and Jacob Evans are equal. I said equal, not even better, equal. Which, the, if you look at their college stats, it, they're damn near identical. Like, so and fight JP me on that one. one. And J.P. led them to a one seed instead of a fucking two seed. And um, – and went three, went and, three one and one against against yeah. UC. So UC fans, fuck off! Don't put words in my mouth, especially around your ignorant as fuck fan base that'll just run with anything they hear. They're so, so funny. Like, they don't like you, you know your fans do not use logic. Don't put words in my mouth because they'll fucking believe it. And I'll look bad. You make me look <laughs> bad because your fan base is full of fucking idiots. So don't put words in my mouth. Get your fucking facts straight, and we won't have issues. If you do, if you do put words in my mouth, we're gonna have some fucking issues. I don't like issues. So, get your fucking facts. Just honestly, stay out of our fucking business. You're a mid-major. You will always be a mid-major. Your 45th ranked recruiting class is not getting you anywhere. You guys are has been. Fucking deal with it. We to passed quote, you up. To quote a former UConn coach, get some facts and come back and see me. Get some love facts it. and come back and see me. I love right. it, Andy. I love it. Dude, they're the worst. My favorite's the fucking Pablo guy who, like, I'll just say literally anything about anything, and he'll just, like, fucking tag us in, like, some fucking, like, preseason UC football rankings or something. 
Oh, that, that like, sweet. Like, awesome, bro. Or, like, some, <laughs> some three-star football recruit you got. Like, okay. Congratulations. Cool. Like, that dude's been responding to everything that I say for the past – like, it's been about two years that he's been doing this shit. Dude, it's so funny. And like, I just – I love how salty they fucking are, bro. I would be too, so I get it. Like, I do understand. Like, when, when you have little brother syndrome, like, it – like, it, it tears you apart. Like, and they, they feed does. off Mick Cronin. Like, they really – like, it just shows that Mick Cronin was so perfect for them. He was perfect for that fan base. The epitome of that fan base. It, oh, they, they, I'm gonna, they irritate me. I'm going to calm you down real quick, Andy. <laughs> that, was, that kept me up all night. When I saw it, I'm like, I'll just address this in the fucking morning. Nice work, bro. It was good to hear you go off, King. It was good to hear you go off. Take, take, take a minute breather because I'm going to talk about the coolest story that I have honestly seen in some time. Today was a good day, Andy. Was, Today was, was a, a very, very, very good day. And that's because the ACC, God bless them, gave us a fucking gift and a half. The ACC crack smokers, the Associated Coaches of Crack, have given us, have given us the idea that they want an all-inclusive NCAA tournament. 346 I, teams. I had next to no words, um, <laughs> but I eventually found them, and I found a bunch of funny ones. Um, yeah. God, it was a good day. Dude, you're Fuck, on fire today. It was today. a fun day. Dude, Noeski was going off today too, man. No escalation. Oh, he was on a fuck fucking off. roll. He he was so funny, dude. Yeah, today was a really really good day, and it resulted in a bunch of cool things that are gonna happen. The first thing is we got to cancel Coach K, because apparently Coach K decided this bullshit, and no one wanted to argue with him because he's Coach K. Right, you know? like that's the reason it was unanimous. Like, um, right. you can't tell me Chris Mack wanted that. No, come on, dude. No, he. Like, I mean, he's- like, Chris Mack's all about the grind. He's never about just give it to him. Especially the schools that are, like, locks, like Louisville. Like, why the, like I can understand Pittsburgh wanting this shit. You know what I'm saying? But, like, right. Chris Mack was probably like, hey, what the fuck are you smoking? Right, like, we want like, less. Less team. I know. Yeah, exactly, bro. Like, we're good. We're going to get top two, three seats. <laughs> um, so, it's time to cancel Coach K. I, th- I think it's that time. He's been dyeing his hair for 30 years. You know, like, Coach, it's cool. You know, walk away. You know, you had your time. And it's time to free Wojo at, at Matt Norlander. It's time for Wojo to take his position, and uh, it's time for the Wojo like, era. He is the rightful heir. Um, he so is. Coach K out, Wojo in. Like, I, think, I think it is time. Today proved it because Coach K has gone senile. Like, he's yes. clearly not fit to coach a college basketball player. If he comes up with an idea as stupid as this fucking one. He's washed. Like, yeah. Like, he, he's clearly washed. You know what I hope happens? I hope yeah. they do do this. I hope they, they do. do the yeah. <laughs> nice. um, I hope they have the all-inclusive 346 team tournament, and Duke gets like a one seed, and um, they play a team that would just have no like no business being in the tournament. Like Incarnate Word, like who wins like eight games <laughs> and just fucking lose. New Jersey Institute of Technology. Yes, like the Citadel just goes out and beats Duke because you know they they the, just love losing to <laughs> just no name teams like the, Lehigh the, and Mercer. The South Harmon shit sandwiches. Like, I, <laughs> like Minnesota Duluth. Please, like, join please Division One for one God. year. Be so good. Like, you know what's funny dude, about this? Um, go for it. Uh, Oklahoma State has not made a tournament in, like, four years since 2017. Okay. The year that everybody makes it, they still won't make it because they're ineligible. Holy shit. <laughs> recruiting classic. violations keep them out of the one tournament that everybody dude needs. this would be the shittiest year to have recruit have fucking violations right and i um 
I believe NC State still um, yeah, eligible, so. but like um, they they had some, so they were they were close. They were pushing the fire. Louisville might for be the longest. Some. For the longest, I thought it was a typo, and they were saying the AAC because that would make sense. Because who the else is gonna fucking take ECU and U- U- USF and UCF? Right, and like the, like the, they're trying everything to make themselves a non-three league, three bid league. Yeah, so I'm all for this. The only reason I'm pissed off is because obviously they're in cahoots with the AAC, and I want to know how the fuck that happened. It's some bullshit. So, expand on that. I know. So, honestly, man, it's it's, – but I want this to happen so bad. Like, this would – this would be so fun. As long as there's some kind of regular – I don't want this to be the whole season. Like, there better be a regular season beforehand. Right. There's, like, a a conference season from, like – like, two or three non-conference games, then a conference season until, like, January, February, and then have this big-ass tournament maybe throw it into uh, the end of April – like, I would be all for that. As long as it's a one-time thing. Because this can't yes. be, like, the new precedent. Because oh, I don't God, want no. next year fucking the Delaware Blue Hens are like, what the fuck? You know, we were in tournament last year. It's some bullshit. All right, shut the fuck up. It was a one-time thing. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, right, literally nothing about the the, this year's going to be normal. So, no, honestly, so I'm down for just the, the anarchy, the purge, the one year of just crazy, crazy fucking bullshit. UC going to lose to Cincy State in the round of 252 fucking 46. I'm here for it. Like oh man, I and this this is the one year that if you see where to make the round of sixty four, they can brag about it. I know, I know. They love to brag about making the round of sixty four. This is the one year you can be proud of it. Dude, they might even make it to the great one twenty eight. Dude, if that that'd be legendary. Like I making know. moves, the, the, they'd be like, how many teams can say they won the round of three hundred fifty? Not many, bro. Not, Dude, not that's many elite can. company. That's elite company. And so there were some winners and losers. I think the huge winner is Odell Beckham Jr. Because he single-handedly shat on Twitter. <laughs> like, bro, he, he or bro, Twitter it was all, it was all I could, it was all I could see, bro. I mean, some people are into that kind of thing. It was all I could find on Twitter, bro, was the Odell Beckham bullshit. And the NCAA up, was like, hold on? my beer, bro. The NCAA told him to hold my beer, bro. Odell Beckham is winning. Like, all we can't have, we can't have Odell Beckham. Uh, we can't have Odell Beckham have all the attention. You know what? We gotta do even know. dumber shit. ACC, I'll have what he's had. Fucking crazy bullshit. But the loser, in my opinion, is Joey Brackets, Mister Joe Lenardi. Because how are you gonna be a bracketologist? Your job is essentially relevant two months out of the year, and you haven't released the bracket. Like fuck, bro. Like, like we've known about this for about twelve hours. Like, exactly. Like, where the fuck is the bracket? You, I, like, I really want to know. Jump all over that. Just like throw names on there. But you, Dude. Had, the fact that you have not done your job now, you have to actually like, work for it. Dude, his job is so easy. He's so bad at it, and the amount of money he makes for how bad he is at his awful two month a year job. It's, it's fucking, fucking bullshit. Job. He's I'm horrible. Not, I'm not gonna God, say it's like I'm not gonna say I could do it right now, but like, give me. You could do it in research. thirty minutes. Yeah, Give me some dude, research and I can throw 68 teams in there that are going to be in the tournament. 30 minutes of research, bro, and you would get 66 and to he 68. Is so f- he is not even a quad one bracketologist. He's like no. 56. He is, there are 55 people better than him at something he created. If he was – if they were having all-inclusive NCAA tournament bracketologists, he might not make it. Uh, oh, no. No, he is no. not in. So if you could if you could hashtag uh, cancel Joey brackets for me, I would really really appreciate that. Right now, it's going out right now. Yeah, you if you could at me and say, this. yeah, we're we're tweeting that right now. 
right now at this moment. Say fucking less, dude. Hashtag cancel Joey Brackets. Should I um, do C A N S O L? Excuse me. C A N S O L. Uh, yeah, why not? I, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go regular cancel. You go S O L because that's your brand. Yeah, that, that that's 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 what I do. Yeah, you, you got to stay on brand, my guy. I'll, I'll so tag you, so you yeah, tag me. cash. So we it's just a, effectively cancel Joey brackets. It's a movement. Um, if you could cancel K as well, but that's you know that one's not as important. Um, but we'll get there. We will definitely get there. Yeah, like we're, we're going to start this movement now. Um, Once so, that blob gets rolling, bro, it gets out of control. So, Joey, your your clock is ticking, my guy. <laughs> I, I mean, it, you saw the way it got me. Like I know. It. Oh man, like that. The, they they destroyed me. They fucking cancellation culture me. waits for no one, dude. And the, no, no, no one's no one's safe. So I am going to move on to Billy Donovan leaving OKC. That was kind of weird. Um, my question to you, Andy, is do you think he's good enough to be an assistant at UConn? No, I do not. Absolutely um, not. May, like, does he have a degree? Cause he could be a, a, grad, assi- a grad assistant. But no, UConn, they just bring in dudes. So like, they, they are the gods of college basketball. Like, college basketball yeah. begins and ends with UConn. So no, Billy, Billy Donovan but- and his two national championships are not good. Enough Mm-mm. to. I don't um, think so. I. Is it I mean, he got two. Yeah, he got back to back. Yeah, I don't think he's good enough. I mean, they're they're just on the unstoppable world beaters of UConn, the University of Connecticut. Um, so I don't think so. I think he'll. I oh, think he'll University obviously find UConn, some work. Right? The University of UConn. Yeah, no, the University of UConn, Connecticut. You, um, you you cannot like you definitely can spell the University of UConn, Connecticut without Billy Donovan. <laughs> exactly. So I think I have covered the majority of my college hoops talk, Andy. I have my funniest thing from the week. That's it. What else you got for me? You got anything else you want to hit? I mean, speaking on the Billy Donovan talk, I mean, I think Billy Donovan to Marquette should start breaking the right. um, breaking Good the call. breaking the ground because you know Wojo's going to Duke, which will open up Duke. the elite Marquette job. Billy Donovan is perfect <laughs> for that Marquette job. He just screams Big East. Man, and what think what he could do with that talent. Oh, definitely not UConn. No, he's definitely not good no. enough for UConn. But he might be good enough for Marquette. He made Joachim Noah and Al Horford and um, uh, Bradley Beal all who they are today. Like, he just – he took an NBA team to the um, NCAA t- um, championship. So He might not have coached Bradley Beal. He coached Corey Brewer. He oh, might have Corey coached Brewer. Bradley Brewer. Corey Brewer. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Fair enough. But, yeah, so we'll, we'll see. But he's obviously not good enough for the world beaters of UConn. No, I mean – I think he might be good enough for the St. John's job, but possible. Um, you know, they they really just let anybody take that job. So, but too good for Georgetown. Too, oh, way too good for Georgetown. No, way Georgetown, too good. like Georgetown and Butler, they won't even snit. Like he won't even set foot on their campus. He won't even have a Zoom meeting with them. Could you imagine if like Butler hit the lottery twice and somehow? Billy Don, like it would never happen because he's gonna get whatever the fuck he wants. But like, could you imagine if like they had fucking Brad Stevens and somehow they get fucking uh? They will literally think they're a brand at that point, dude. Because it's like, so they bullshit. They will be insufferable. They just hit the lottery. Like it's not like you guys were good. You just had a lottery hitting coach, right? <laughs> like, you know who's kicking themselves though is fucking UCLA. 
Oh my god! It is set up for Dick Cronin and and Billy Donovan might have turned them down because everyone was turning them down because he's probably gonna. But honestly, though, like if the timing had been right, he might have had a hard time turning that down because he could turn them into a fucking powerhouse in five seconds. He obviously recruited great teams. In five seconds, he could have UCLA rolling. And I, I really do think Billy Donovan's a good coach. I don't. I, I think he's a better college coach than he is an NBA coach. Because, um, like, he just got, he's got to get people to buy in. Like, I don't think he. I don't. NBA don't coaching was, is also kind of bullshit. Like, he was. He is. He dude. They overachieved like crazy. They did. They did. And like, a, a lot of that know. is due to coaching. Like, he's a really, really good basketball coach. Like, this is me being serious. And I, like, before we're shitting on it, like, talking bullshit. Right. But Billy Donovan's a very, very good coach. And any program that would bring him on or any NBA team that would bring him on instantly gets better. Right. I mean, so, and I think he does establish a good culture. Right. Dude, he's an instant fucking – like, light up your program in college. Like, if he goes to any college program, instantly there's a blue blood. Like, immediately immediately re- recruits are flying in. Literally, bro. Like, if he goes to any kind of, like, top 15-ish, like, brand, it's over. Like, that team is officially a, a blue blood, like, in my opinion. He is, to me, like, when, like, Nick Saban went to Alabama. Maybe not quite oh, that Oh, yeah. Because Alabama but, really wasn't – like, I mean, obviously, uh, like they, they were kind of in, like, a down spot. Uh-huh, um, when Nick sure. Saban, Nick Saban. I mean, obviously, they're still Alabama. They're still Bear Bryant's. Uh, but they weren't um, like a baby. modern much of anything, to be real with you. Um, like, now they are, they are the brand. They are oh, the they've brand. Been. They've been. And it looks like Clemson and LSU are starting to punch a little higher. But Because remember those fat five, six, seven-year stretch where Alabama was untouchable. I don't think it's oh, like God. that right now, but they're still the brand. Like, Anytime Alabama been. lost was just Holy like shit. celebrating the streets because there's just something different. Exactly. Um, but it's going to be interesting, man, to see what happens. Obviously, it's not good enough for UConn, but we'll see what the fuck happens. Yeah, but who's good enough for, for UConn? Not even – like, maybe Jesus. May, maybe. Jesus could day. be Dan Hurley's assistant. Maybe. maybe. I, I, think that's, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Maybe, like, the second or third assistant, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the associate head coach, but he, he no. could be an assistant. Absolutely. That sounds about right. So, my funniest thing from the sports weekend, the funniest quote that I saw, uh, the sports week <laughs> – Dude, so obviously the OBJ shit happened. You know that Fanta covers the uh, the Cleveland beat now. He's, he's all plugged into Cleveland with the with the Indians, which is a damn shame because, you know, it just kind of stinks. Wow. Wow. Anti-Cleveland podcast. But but I guess on his well, Fanta you have, live. You at least have an anti-Cleveland co-host, but. Fair enough. I'm not anti-Cleveland. I'm not pro I'm neutral Cleveland. Yeah, we um, Stanta, though. I'm, well, we obviously Stanta. Um, you're having spiked Seltzer, by the way, which would make him very proud. Of course. Um, but he literally had to say, I'm not going to talk about poop. <laughs> John Fanta, serious reporter, really wants to do, do like, you know, all the professional bullshit in this job. I'm not going to talk about poop, John Fanta. That is the quote of the fucking century. I know. I like, just you love... and I, we'll talk about that shit forever. But That's why I love Twitter, bro. Like, made John Fanta say, I'm literally not going to talk about poop. <laughs> Like, he like, had dude, to clarify that. Like, if we had his job, we would – dude, I'll, I'll talk I'll talk literal shit for 30 minutes at least, if not a full-ass hour. But that was so fucking funny, hearing those words come out of his mouth. Oh, my <laughs> freaking God. Like, Fanta himself, like, he's so awkward to begin with. I know. Like, hey, guys, I'm not going to talk about poop. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Like, that shit made my life. He had to say that. Like, 
I would have been that, red for him. That completed my life. So, Andy, are you ready to go into jackass mode? Ooh, ooh. I'm twist ready. my arm a little more. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing I'm going to twist. You ready, bro? <laughs> uh, I'm ready. Um, Lego. Oh. Um, Welcome before, to Jackass Hour. Before, um, before we go to Jackass Hour. Here we go. We're going to send you to Denny Stew. So. Oh, um, good call. Yeah. So. Sorry, before, dude, I was so focused on the ass of Jack. My fault. Right. Yes. Uh, Jack's ass is always on our brain. Um, I think it's looking good. But before that, I mean, we have we have an elect, absolutely electric interview. Like it is honestly fantastic. just part of Jackass Hour. This interview was. Um, so Dennis Stewart, he is a our first guest by the our, way. Our first guest, and like I honestly think we hit a home run with this very first guest. Oh, hashtag um, blessed. I, I this is a great way to kick off the the, the new partnership. First guest, yep. like this is really just the new direction this podcast was going. This is just. It's beautiful. Like honestly, you just grab the popcorn, grab a beer. Uh huh. He will not make you wait. There's no introduction, no. nothing. We we got him on, and he just went to town. So like, we honestly enjoy have to yourself. do the introduction now because he just exactly. he just got on and uh and just started Did going. Yeah, so, which is the Denny Stew way. And I I love it. I absolutely came in it. and started going. Title of my sex tape. And I, I shit you not. <laughs> I came in and started. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, yo, we'll, we'll get into. <laughs> Now we have to ask the broken anchor if that's okay. Uh, but um, so I should hit you not. He is a class of '69 Xavier grad. Nice. He's a class of 1969, and he was the 2019 Xavier Twitter newcomer of the year. And for that, the credentials that, speak for themselves. Yep. Like that, that's just that's just a resume that just that, that that honestly just does speak for itself. And with that, we introduce Dennis Stewart. How you guys there doing? You guys look so young and healthy. Hey, well, young, not exactly healthy. <laughs> so, man, uh, you see my? Can you see my basketball? Oh, it's my I, background. Whoa! Oh, it kind of fades in and up. I guess I can see some signatures. I see it. I see it's un- it. It's unbelievable. You know, my birthday was the other day, and this I got a buddy that's a big time Xavier. Give him money. What they call it? Donor. Uh, yeah, booster, and booster, booster. This, yeah, and he brought this over and gave it to me. I have no idea how it's possible that they could get. Th- th- I mean, there's on here is Brian Grant, James Posey, Thad Matta, Skip Prosser, Two Holloway, Brian oh, Thornton, JP, Brad Redford, Sean Miller. I don't know how Romaine Sato. I don't even know how it's possible. Unless That's insane. The, when were all unless, these people in the same room? I, well, unless they had the ball there at the office, maybe. Okay. And had guys sign it as they came. I, I don't know, man. It's That's a legendary. And I haven't had a chance to call him yet. Sister Rosa. I mean, it's freaking unbelievable. <laughs> you know? I don't, Dude, that's... So, uh, Cap, did you see those texts I sent you? Yeah, I did. So, those Andy... Were, uh, He's been educating me, Mandy, on some stuff we got to learn about. Yeah. All right. I, okay. I sent what I thought was excluding the UC games. 
because the, everyone is legendary, right? What I thought exactly. the uh, three or four most legendary games that I attended. Okay. And uh, each one had great stories with them, you know. One of right. them is, I don't know, have you ever heard about the George Washington game? That, that, is it the tip? Uh, yeah, yeah, with the, with the David West tip in. I was there, actually, as a young buck. Wasn't that uh, – that was the most unbelievable situation because what happened was that the game ended, and I think when the game ended, Xavier was behind one, and Xavier yep. was ranked. Xavier was top 20. And at that time, George Washington was a major rival. They were good. Yeah, we were in the A-10, and we battled that. It was, and they were real physical. So the game ended. Uh, I think Xavier, uh, I forget what happened. The game ended, and they, oh, was, they shot the ball up, and they called it no good. The, yep. One of the refs did. And then they said, the other two said, we better look at it. So the game is over, and the place is packed. They reviewed and, it forever, too. I know, yeah, it took them forever to decide. And then the one Andy. ref who is like, was so cool, he walked out to the middle of the court and he just went, <laughs> and the place. Wasn't that cool? Went, that was Because it was yeah. dead, Andy. So we were just sitting there down one for, it felt like an eternity. It was probably 10 minutes, but it felt like in a fucking eternity. And then he just came out, boop, over, I, and then runs out of there. Like, I, it was so dramatic. <laughs> It was and everyone went dramatic. insane, went yeah. nuts. And Denny, I was probably nine, ten years old, and I was just losing my mind. It was, it was awesome. That might have been the night game, that I fell in love. Yeah. And and one you guys, I'm sure you guys remember, was the two Holloway Purdue game. Oh, oh yeah. my God! Yes. Yes. Guess who I was sitting next to? You're not gonna believe who I was sitting next to. Who's that? Father Grant. Oh. Father Grant. <laughs> So you got up the end, up in, you know, and uh, what do you call those fancy seats where they give you food and shit? You know, <laughs> the box seat. Yeah, up, up, you know, up in the boot in the, you know, the like in Father Grand's box. Yeah, Sweet. that's bad. Right next to him and talking basketball with him the whole game. The guy really knows his basketball. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I'm from Muncie, and he knew about Muncie Central Bearcats, and he knew about Ron Bottom. Uh, who you guys? <laughs> That's a sick never. name. You guys, Ron Bottom. Ron Bottoms. He, he played for UC actually. He ended up. He was Damn. he was Mr. Basketball in Indiana, and he played for UC. Then he played for the Celtics, and he was like uh, he was a, he was a great basketball player. But anyway, Father Graham and I were talking. I said, Father Graham, you know, I couldn't get Xavier now. No. Yeah, Andy. Last night he's like, they were. If you had a pulse and a GPA back in the day, you'd get into X. Like. <laughs> Dude, that's me, my, dude. Denny, I was born I, in the wrong era because that's me. I know that's us. That's us, Denny. Like we're born in the wrong era. I don't think they turned anybody down. <laughs> I don't, you know, no. I mean, this was in '65. They didn't turn anybody down. Yeah, that's great. And he said, "Yeah." He said, "I know. I kind of regret." See, he thought because I'm sitting next to him in his booth that I'm this real successful rich guy. You know? <laughs> I know because that's what it all is, bro. Like everyone in the lower bowl is just like fat rich dudes. Yeah. Well, well, this is up there with – I wish I could think with, of the name of them. Uh, you, you know, the the ones that got yeah. like 20 seats in them and they got their own TV and they serve I think talking food. about a box seat. I think you're talking about a box seat. Is that what they're called, box seat? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where it was. Yeah, he, he, where, he, where, he, where he waves his towel or he waves his vest. Yeah, you know? that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. 
I'm sitting next to him up there. I stole his hat, by the way. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> well, he had, this cool, he had this cool white hat from a Fenwick golf thing. Yeah. And he let he let it sit there and I said, Nice talking <laughs> to you. Gave him five, you know. It was like we, and we were like best friends forever. And he turned around and walked away and his hat was sitting there and I picked it up and I thought I st I started to go, Father Grammy, Father Grammy, left lost your hat. Left your hat. And I thought, fuck that, this thing is cool. I'm keeping it. <laughs> Dude, he's a maniac, bro. I was freaking love it. It was great. The oh other, my the God. other one I was I was telling Cap about Joe Pang, crazy Joe Pangrazio. This guy's a legend. Oh man, this guy is unbelievable. He was uh, he he went he was from I think Maslin. His dad was a legendary Ohio high school coach, and this kid was this man was crazy. He he was like <laughs> he played he was all state football player in Ohio and all state basketball player, and he went to Tennessee to play football. And it didn't work out for him, and he transferred to Xavier to play basketball. And he played two years at Xavier, and he was a starting point guard. And in the UC game, he got in this constant battle with this guy from UC. And the UC guy shoved him, but when he shoved him, he hit, he, it, it, was a, uh, it knocked him into the handicapped area where they used to have the, all the wheelchairs and everything yeah. down by down by the court the Dr. Pengrazio in there he picks up the one of the guys crutches and chases the guy <laughs> on live tv chases the guy around with his crutch swinging at and he can't get to him so he throws it at him <laughs> dude insanity and, and the guy lived next door to me at Brockman and the guy and they called him Crazy Joe because he was crazy. He was like, um, <laughs> like having like a mobster hanging out with a bunch of Boy Scouts. You know? Oh my God! And he he was a stud, man. I mean, this guy was like a stud, and he loved James Brown. And he'd come home and play James Brown like as loud as possible, like That's four o'clock awesome. in the morning. He'd be out, come back, turn it up, and nobody said shit to him. <laughs> this this was a rock. Can't say shit to him. That's great. <laughs> I mean, he, he was just a cool guy, you know? Yeah. And I never thought he was too bright, but he got two masters from Xavier. <laughs> but I tell you what, I don't know how hard that is to do, you know? Right. <laughs> I mean, I got a master's and a PhD. Give me a break. Holy shit. <laughs> in what? I need to know what in. Huh? What, what, what's your master's and PhD in? Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a master's. <laughs> when they call it business, you know, okay. Okay. business, business, business my, my, uh, my dissertation was on strategic planning for nonprofits. The fuck is that? Okay. Right? <laughs> the fuck is that? It's like bullshit. So I, I, I told I you this dude's perfect. I hired some guy to write it for me, you know, and it was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> You don't so, give a fuck. So you know, I'm I I used to, when I was in Brockman Hall. Another great basketball story that's off the court was I've got I used to get drunk. I'd go over to Newport. Back is Newport still like Sin City? Uh, it's popping. It's not like Sin City, but it, it's you can still have fun over there. But it's kind of ritzy now, right, yeah. Andy? Uh, it, they're they're one. They're kind of tearing. They're kind of like changing the whole levy. Um, like the, a lot of the places that I knew 
I'm going to, going to Newport is like they're not there anymore. Uh, it's pretty much just the movie theater and the aquarium. That's that's the only thing saying the same. Uh, but I want to hear about Sin City Newport yeah. though. Oh man, when I went to Xavier, <laughs> it, well, first of all, it's kind of interesting because the dean of Xavier students was Father. I think his name was Rotterman. I'm okay. not sure, but his brother was the sheriff of Newport County. <laughs> which was ran by gangsters and it was all strip clubs and after night after hour joints and gambling i mean it was just yeah. freaking wide open so talking about yeah so i'd get and i'm a student at xavier who was a drunk so you know the bars had closed everybody go back to the dorm i'd go over to newport and get lit up man and i and i get to, just totally fucked up so I, oh, and, and I had just broke up with this love of mine and she sent me a dear John letter, which by the way, I get this, I get, this, I got a letter from her every day. She was in California. So I pick up the mail and I go to the classroom and I, one of them big classrooms with the 200 students and I'm sitting in the middle of it and I open it up. I start reading this dear John letter. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy next to me says, he looks at me, says, what's the matter? Doesn't she love you anymore? And I just fucking punched him. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, and I, so, so anyway, that night was the night that I got, I got as wasted as a person could get. Yeah. And I came in, a, and I don't know why when, when some of us get drunk, we like to yell and scream. And I'm just raging, screaming and yelling down the halls of Brockman. And in in the middle of the hall there was one of the basketball players. Uh, Tom was his name. I'm gonna give his last name. Tom. That's fair. That's fair. And he, and he opened his door, and just sucker punched me. I mean, I'm hanging on two guys, you know, because I can't even walk. He sucker punched me, and so I wake up in the morning, and the whole side of my face is like. Purple, yellow. I mean, it was like unbelievable. I had to ask my roommate, how the fuck, what happened? <laughs> he said, you know, Tom was mad because you were yelling and screaming. You know, he's a basketball player and he's trying to get his sleep. You know, and he, he came out and punched you. <laughs> so, oh my God. It was, I mean, I couldn't. So, all that happens like in 1965. Every time I saw, and I would see Tom at Xavier Games, he, I think he ended up becoming a uh, bank president in, mm. in Cincinnati. So he's a real, wow. success, really nice guy. Every time yeah. I saw him, he would always just, he was so apologetic and I'm so sorry. You know, said, it's college, dude. Shit Forget happens. about it, man. That was, yeah. that was forever ago, you know. That was forever. So anyway, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, hey, Cap, should I tell him about the uh, Skip Prosser in the locker room? Absolutely. Andy, we got an inside view of a uh, Skip Prosser recruiting pitch. Okay. You're going to love this. So Brooks Hall's dad worked for me. And so I had a prior, what do they call it, a prior relationship. Relationship, yeah. So when you have a prior relationship, you, you can recruit, help recruit, <laughs> you know. And the guy's dad's working for me. So, you know, I'm like – you know let's go yeah so brooks hall i'm in the locker room with brooks hall at at a halftime of a xavier game 
and Skip does his pitch. And here's his pitch. His pitch is, Brooks, if you come to Xavier, we'll be in the NCAA tournament all four years. If you come to Xavier, we'll be in the top 25 all four years. If you come to Xavier, you're going to graduate in four years. And he looks at his, his dad and he says, I'll take care of him like I was his uncle. And I'm thinking, man, that's a hell, that's a hell of a pitch. That's a good pitch, that's yeah. yeah and, and, and Skip hes hesitates for just a beat. And then he says, but I got to tell you, if you don't come to Xavier, we'll be in the NCAA tournament <laughs> the next four years. We'll, we'll be in the top 25 the next four years. All of our players graduate, and I'm an uncle to all of them. Legend. <laughs> and that, yeah, wasn't that great? So Brooks ended up going to UD. And uh, he was a star for UD. And the reason he went to UD was his dad had a house bought for him by Clay Mateel, who, I don't know if you heard, but heard, Clay Mateel was one of the richest guys in Ohio. He, he started IM's food, dog food company. Then oh, he sold wow. It, sold it to Procter & Gamble for like $25 zillion. And he, <laughs> he bought a house for Chuck Taylor. And so Brooks ended up at UD. Uh, I, I, I hope Denny, that this doesn't get me sued for no for slander or any of that stuff. Uh, okay, maybe I can qualify. I heard that right. he did yeah, that, and there's rumors that he did it. Denny, sources. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, an unknown source has told me <laughs> right. that this is so, true. Denny, I looked up the statute of limitations. You're good. Uh, cool, man. Yeah, and that's one good. more thing, that's Denny. That's what the kids call dropping a bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He dro his dad dropped the bag. Yeah, he yeah. definitely dropped the bag. Dropped the bag. <laughs> oh, oh, the other part was they got busted. They got oh. busted for it. it. It was front page news. Nice. And, it was like, and, and, of course, you know, when you're a billionaire, you can talk your way out of that shit, you know. Denny, are you willing to talk about a certain David West 46-point game? <laughs> okay, quite, okay, don't tell anybody that. <laughs> Leaning close, so, guys. Leaning so close. This is the UD, the, and I got to be quiet because my fiance's downstairs. Oh, <laughs> can you hear me? We got you. We got you. <laughs> so, so this, I'm not going to let her listen to this. So, um, the game David West scored like 50 points or whatever against UD, it was really excited. I was really jacked up. And we hung around and talked after the game to a bunch of guys. And I got in the car and we had not parked in our regular place kind of far away. And this woman that I'm with, who is, I should say, sizzling hot, says, let's celebrate. I said, well, that's what we're going to do, man. We're going to celebrate. And you know how she celebrates. She wants to get busy. Right in the parking lot at Centos. Is that like legendary? I, and that's a legend. Oh my! Horny Daddy ah. Stu Twitter. Ah, it was like, climb on, baby. So, uh, I, think, I think we knew. Have now got the Godfather of Horny Biggie's Twitter. Yes, you are officially the Godfather of Horny Biggie's Twitter, bro. <laughs> if, I am not worthy. Give the king his crown, boy. Give the king his crown. I I don't know, man. Uh, you know, another one was who was the kid from uh, Dayton? His name was Brown, I think, wasn't it? Derek Brown. Uh, Eric, what's his name? Derek Brown. Yeah, 
The junker? So yeah. So I'm at a uh, Xavier game, and sitting next to me is a guy with one of those clipboards, and he's marking stuff all during the game. Yeah. So I said, well, what are you doing, man? You scouting for an A-10 team or something? Or I, yeah, it was A-10, I think, at the we time. Yeah. He said, no. He said, no, I'm a, I'm a scout for the Knicks. I'm scouting NBA players. And I think he was watching somebody from another team. Yeah. I said, you got to watch Derek. I'm, and I'm from Dayton, and I watched a lot of Derek Brown because he went to Chaminade. I said, you got to watch Derek Brown. He says, Derek Brown, he don't even start for Xavier. I said, watch him. So Derek Brown comes in, first first time down the court, they throw him a ball, he hits the three. Next time down, he blocks the shot, goes coast to coast and dunks it. And the guy Dude. starts dribbling all over his clipboard. <laughs> he I was a freak. I told you, man. I, I told he actually, you. he played. He played a couple years for the Knicks, which is kind of which it makes it funny. Yeah, yeah. Bobcats. Bobcats. We played a few years for the Knicks. Oh, oh that's right. He did. He. Yeah, later in his career. I know. Maybe, maybe the guy. I need some coin. That's what I'm I saying. Need to drop, they got to drop a bag on me now. Yeah, drop a bag. <laughs> I'm gonna reach out to James Dolan. Me and him are kind of tight. Um, we're gonna get your money. What's your Venmo? Yeah, <laughs> we well, got you. I cash is my thing, man. Oh, oh, oh yeah, good call. Like bands. Yeah, I, bands. I, I like that. I like that envelope, you know. Good call. Literal bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's let awesome, look, man. Let me look at my notes here. Can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Uh, God, oh, uh, you, have you guys heard of D uh, Luther Rackley? I know the name. He was really talented, but I, I didn't see Luther him play. Luther Rackley played in my era. He was in my class. He was, I think, our first seven-footer. And he um, – so another time, I come in totally drunk, and I, I can't get up the steps. <laughs> and he happens to be coming in the same time. And I said, Luther, I said, what's going on, man? You know, I don't know what I said. I was drunk. Yeah. And he, he picks me up in his arms and carries <laughs> me up and puts me in my bed and tucks me in. He put you in bed? <laughs> he got tucked in by Luther Rackley. <laughs> and, 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 and aside to that is, so at the time we had a community shower and community yeah. restroom. So he's in the same dorm I am. So, you know, when you're, you're – I don't know if you guys do this. I think all guys do. At the oh, urinal, no. Sometimes you got to take a peek and see what's going on with the other guys. <laughs> of course. So I'm standing next to Luther Rackley, and I'm thinking, what does a seven-foot guy's – What's he working with? Yeah. I can't help it, man. I, I'm yeah. sorry. And I looked over, and I, I swear to God, I thought he pulled out a dragon. <laughs> I, every, I've had an inferiority complex ever since. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do I, it. <laughs> Less than a god, but more than a man, bro. So some dude just got it like that, you know. <laughs> I, well, I guess it comes from being seven foot. Can't hurt. And I, I told the um, oh, I got a, I got a good one. My second wife wouldn't go to games. You know, she oh, wouldn't go to games. Man. That makes she sense. Was, yeah, she was like an artist and a gardener and. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was a good enough reason to divorce her in the first place. But, <laughs> but no, po no post-game sex, yeah. No post-game sex, I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to leave all that alone for a minute with her. So we go to – so I get her to go to a game, and it's the, the UMass game. 
And I don't know if you've mm. heard this leg legendary game. It was at the gardens. Marcus Camby. I sat with my buddy, Manny, and he had front row seats. Of course, front row seats at the gardens was not really front row seats. You know, All right. It was a hockey arena, right? Yeah. So anyway, uh, she's there with me. And UMass was number one in the country, and they had a, a – uh, I think the number one player in the country, Gamby. Marcus Camby. Yeah, Marcus Camby, yeah. Yeah, he, he was on their team. And Xavier that, was Cal really that was Calipari's team, right? Yep, yeah. Now. I think I, it might have been right after – I think it was okay. Calipari. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was Calipari. But but I, sent yeah. you, I sent you an article about it. Yeah. Cap, you got the article about it. Yep. So, anyway, uh, and Xavier was playing their ass off. And it went double overtime. And at the last minute, UMass won. And, and you can imagine the place was just going nuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I turned around to her and I said, what would you think of the game? She said, are they all like this? I said, yeah, everyone <laughs> is exactly like this. <laughs> she said, well, maybe I've been missing something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's awesome. Man. Yeah, that's, that's uh, so. Those are just some of the legendary games, you know, that I remember. My, but one of my favorite games was my Nova, the Nova game when I was a sophomore. Uh, my roommate was from New York, and he came home from Thanksgiving, and he said, "Look what I got, man!" He says, "I got this stuff. They call it pot." I said, "Pot? This, I mean, remember, man, this is like in the olden days. This is when." Right as the hippie thing was getting started, the only pot was over in, in the ghetto, you know. He right. says, yeah, and this guy was kind of a gangsterish kind of guy. He says, yeah, I got some pot, man. You want to smoke it? I said, sure. So we, we, we fired up. And it used to what you did. I don't know if you guys ever smoked pot. But this, uh, you know, when you're done with the toilet paper, there's a toilet paper roll. And you, you, what you do, you stick a knife or something in the top of it. Then you stick the joint down in it, and you get yourself a little homemade bong. So okay. we did that and get totally lit up. And so I walked from, I think it was at Hussman at the time, maybe, to uh, over to the game, which took forever. Yeah. And we were playing Nova. And I remember watching the game, and it was like... <laughs> What the hell is going on? And the ball rolled over to me. I was, and, and, and this was at the uh, field house. And the, oh my. The, I don't know if you guys have heard about the field house, but in the field house, the seat, there was, they were, what do they call them, bleacher seats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you could, I'm trying to show you here. You could kick like, <laughs> you could kick, kick like that on the, your seat, and the seats were like 10. And it made this incredible, incredibly loud noise. Yeah. And, and Nova was big time then, you know? Yeah. And it was a big deal when Nova came in there. And I'm totally stoned. The ball rolled over to me one time. And I had it. And they, and they wanted the ball. And I couldn't figure out what I was, <laughs> what I was, what I was supposed to do. Remember, it's the first time, man. You know, I. Right. I, yeah. That's. Like, and the ref had to come over. And, and the ref. Yeah, and the ref had to come over and actually take it out of my hands, you know. <laughs> You're just probably confused, like, what the fuck do I, I do? Was, I was very confused. I'm not sure. How, what, am, I, am I breaking a rule here? I don't know. Right. That's awesome. I don't want to get a 10-yard penalty. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Ooh, that, 
That's a cool picture. That is freaking Cap. fantastic. Your picture, you're sitting on a basketball cap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on your little pick you got there. Oh, so no, it's really man. cool you guys are doing this, man. Denny, we love yeah. it, man. It's it's kind of we just see it as like a Xavier podcast for fans by fans, man. I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's a passion. It always has been for both of us. Yeah, like, it's just something we kind of just do for fun, and we have a lot. We have a blast doing it, and uh, that's why um, we love having other fans on there who just have as much fun just talking talking Xavier memories, talking hoops, and it's just a good old conversation. Just love it. Uh, Xavier Nation is really like a tribe. It really is. Absolutely, it, it's definitely you turned know? into it. Um, uh, like I remember when uh, like I, I first started getting involved with like Xavier Twitter. Like we all just like stick together. Like I was, I felt like very alone on Twitter until I found. I know. <laughs> um, until I found until Cap followed me, and then like I started following. I I, I started finding like. Uh, you retire 52 and like um, now we're like 40 50 60 deep of people i talk to as bad as much as my own regular friends right like they, 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 I it's awesome. a lot of these are my regular friends it's awesome like, well one of the things is you know right now everything's real divisive you know i'm right. a bleeding heart liberal man and you know bleeding heart liberals and conservatives can't hardly even talk anymore i know, you know it's like you before long you're screaming at each other but if you're xavier fans generally you don't give a shit. I don't give a You're shit. Good. This guy is in bed with Trump, man. <laughs> are you? Are you a musky fan? Let's yep. rock and roll. Let's rock and roll. Well, let's brother. go. We're unify this together. We're gonna unify the ass. Yeah. Fuck you. See, so you can just bring anybody together. Oh, <laughs> fantastic! Yeah. Yeah, they had all the guys for fifty years. Yeah, uh, you saw that, Andy. So they had the fifty-year class come out. The class of what class are you? Sixty-nine, super fine. Oh, nice. Go. <laughs> class of six. No, you know, I'm not shocked Perfect at all. number. No, that's that couldn't be more on point. So yeah, Andy, they had them come to half court, and then you can tell them the story. But he started the chant with the student section. I, I saw the video of this. Like insane. Yeah, that I, I, love, so I think about cool. it every day. <laughs> That was so cool. I, and we I went over. I just, I just kind of walked on over to in front of the student body, and I, and I, and they were, they were being really cool, you yeah. know. And I just, I just started going, "You see, sucks." <laughs> and I, it was like, and it never changed. I mean, it was like fifty years ago. You <laughs> see, the whole "You see, sucks" chance started my freshman year. Because wow. Because when we played UC that year, a bunch of us got drunk. And I'm not going to say I started because I didn't. But some one of the guys in my class started yelling in the gardens, UC sucks. And all the ginger <laughs> drunk started singing it. And it meant to be. No shit. They called a uh, uh, convocation, I guess you'd call it, of all the students that Xavier had to meet. And the president of the university came out and said, we, because it, WLW carried the games at the time, and they, you could hear UC sucks on the radio, and it embarrassed. That, I mean, this was like you know you couldn't say yeah. sucks back then, and the yeah. president came out and said, we, you know, uh, young gentleman from Xavier, we don't <laughs> we don't we don't talk that way, oh, and that, that was an embarrassment, and I just want to warn you, don't ever do that again. Okay. So next game, next year we play UC. 
See, all the UC games then were played at the gardens. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because um, that's just because that was not our home court, and it wasn't their home court. So it was a quote-unquote neutral court at Xavier. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It it, it was, you know, so we gave – so it's it's been that way ever since. That's fantastic. And and besides, everybody knows UC. (laughs) Everyone's very aware. When something's that good, I mean, you can't – it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's great, man. We do. It's. I don't know if you're past your time. It's, you're looking at like six fifty-five right now. But man, we we yeah. really love having you on, man. And we really cool. appreciate you coming on, telling these stories. And I, if I, anything, I'm it excited. Wasn't, it was electric. It wasn't even enough. I need like and, way more. Well, the, well, those stories were all true. Uh, I'll think up some fictional ones for you for the next time. <laughs> <laughs> or what we could do is I'll mix some fiction in with some truth. Exactly. <laughs> you can Two truths and a lie with Dennis Stewart. <laughs> I love Xavier basketball. I love it. I love it. There, I mean, we can all admit there's no program that has come so far. It's in constant such growth. Unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. incredible. That's one thing and I just absolutely love about it. Such, and had such great kids play for us. Right. I mean, even the ones that weren't great were great at acting great when people were around. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. like we had some thugs. I mean, come on. Man. Oh, for sure. Uh, come on. Yeah. But, but they, 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 they learned how to be like, okay, now, I mean, I can imagine a coach talking to them. I know you're a gangster. I know you're a thug. I know you're smoking <laughs> pot like crazy. Put the I face know you're on. Staying out all the time, but we can't let people know about it, and we're going to get yeah. you that diploma, okay? <laughs> Put the face on real quick, bro. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, up. I, I was I sit next to uh, Sister Fleming at a at a dinner not too long ago, and boy, you want some stories? You got to get her on here, dude. And she she would I'm do down. it. She, she would do it because she's it's, totally cool. She is awesome, man. She is really stupid. cool. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. And she would have some stories, man, about personal stories about guys. Of course, it would all be rainbow and butterflies, but you know, oh, that's for cool. sure. Yeah, absolutely. She's my favorite. My favorite thing one I've ever seen ever was we were playing, I think, Florida State in the Sweet 16 to go to the Elite Eight. Um, Or no, maybe the Arizona game. And Bill Murray rustled her hair. (laughs) 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 Only Bill Murray, bro. I know. Well, I'll tell you what's cool. When Murray was coming to games, he wasn't sitting that too far from me. That's uh, so cool. Centos. And I tell you what's cool is people were not bothering him. Really? That's awesome. just let people him watch were basketball. not coming over and asking for it again. That's cool. They weren't trying to get screenshots. They were just they were just everybody was like, That's yeah, that's Bill Murray, we know. <laughs> yeah, but let's let him He's do here all stuff. the time. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. All right, man. I gotta go, man. I got this other thing I gotta do. Hey, hey I love you guys. You guys are the greatest. Hey, we we really you too, appreciate man. you. Love- All right, bye. Um, if I get sued for anything I said, <laughs> then you guys are in on that lawsuit. I, I will I will absorb all charges. Yes. And we'll, <laughs> yeah, we won't yeah. even send it up to our bosses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, later, Gator. Hey, See you, brother. Dennis, we love you. Thank you for coming on. We really appreciate it. Hey. Live long and prosper. Hope you enjoyed that time with Dennis.
I hope you need to take – if you need to take a breath, I totally understand that because I had to as well. I had to take a breath. Like, I needed like a good 15 minutes and maybe a couple beers before right. I, I, I start. I started because I was just in awe. Absolutely. So if you need to go meditate, you know, whatever you need to do. Jerk off. By all means, put this on that too, which you probably – I mean, you probably did during the interview if we're being honest. But if you need to go for two, I mean, by all means. But, uh, but yeah, t- press pause, go meditate, go chill. Call your mom, whatever you got to do. But, tell, tell your loved ones you love them because sure that was, that was just fu- that was some fucking crazy shit. But oh then come God. back and lock in. It's time to go, jackass. You ready to go, jackass? I am full jackass mode. Gang, fucking gang, bro. Let's fucking go. All right, Andy. You want to tell me what the topic is tonight, my guy? All right, the moment you've been waiting for. It is our jackass hour. Is the group of people that we would like to have a beer with. <laughs> And I'm going to go on. Honestly, after that, you just know Dennis Stewart is the automatic number one. <laughs> automatic right. number one. He's not like he didn't even make our list because it's just assumed. We're not even going to talk about it. Use experience for, for yourself. Right. So number one is going to be number two. So we're essentially our top 11. Yes. So yeah. we, we know that Dennis Stewart, like, you, like, honestly, he should be number one on all your lists after that. I just want to sit in a rocking chair and just, and just drink a beer, just listen to him tell stories. Like uh, you honestly didn't like. We have to have him back on because we did not hear all the stories. There is so much more that we did not. I just want to sit on. I just want to sit on like a front porch with a rocking chair, overlooking like a big meadow, and just listen to freaking Denny Stew rattle him off for like a good five hours. And I would honestly be so down for that. I feel like you and me would be like kids in a candy store. You and me would be kids in a candy store so listening to Denny Stu just tell stories about the old days, getting punched in the face, having sex in the parking lot. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that was just so legendary. Like, I, can I be you? Dude, he's I need to restart man. my life. Dude, I think we just got the tip of the iceberg, too. Dude. We need to have him back. But anyway, you, all right, you want to start the list? I'm ready to start the list. What is number 10, my guy? All right, number 10 for me, I have Patrick Capel. That dude's oh, funny as shit. One. Oh, that's such a good one. Funny as shit. Like, and uh, that's one thing. Like, we need to make that happen, Pat. Uh, you even bought me a beer on my birthday, but I didn't get to share it with you. Like, Pat, like you're fu- like. He's so me funny. Rolling. He is. He is fucking hysterical. No cap. One of the funniest people on Twitter. Like, like everybody needs to go follow him at D Fluckus, wherever the fuck it is. Just search Patrick Capel, and you'll see him in my mentions because we just nonstop bullshit. God, he's funny as shit. Professionally I funny. That Professionally funny. So Andy kind of went, it sounds to me like more like realistic. I kind of went off the fucking wall. I uh, have like I have, I have a few non-realistic. Okay, good. I have maybe one that's realistic. And that's even a stretch. So my number 10, Andy, you can't tell me this wouldn't be the fucking time of your life. This would be an absolute rager. Gus Johnson. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm the president of the Gus Johnson fan club. Bro, I knew you'd freak out about that one. Just take a shot. Bam! <laughs> dude, he would be – dude, I just want him to narrate my life. Dude, I, you, oh, my God. Dude, just me, him, and Raft, bro, just going to town. Be so fun. <laughs> Captain Xavier, <laughs> drinking Captain. beer, Bud Light, <laughs> Dana Gardens. <laughs> Legit drinker. Dude, he would be he'd be so good. Captain Xavier. Fox. Star drinker. Fucks bitches. 
Dude, he would be, he'd be like, fantastic. He's shotgun one. He's like, Captain's got to hurry. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, that would be legendary. That'd be, the, that'd be the time of my life. I would just end it all right there. That'd be the cap. That'd be, you know, I reached, I peaked. You know, let's call it a life. We lived our life. But all right, who you got number nine? Actually, the fact that you said bang is the perfect segue to my nice. Mike Breen. Dude, that's like, such a good one. Oh, my God. Like, the, the hearing him call a game is just electric. I love like, him so much. As someone who wants to be a commentator, like, that is, like, he and Gus Johnson are exactly who I want to be. Like, it's, it's so great hearing, just hearing that bang call. And oh, like, my I bring God. That it's into, the most like, satisfying thing in the world. I, and I bring that into Red's Twitter too, uh, because like the the, the hashtag Votto still bangs. I always ask, what does Votto do? And then post a Mike Breen video. Bang! <laughs> Can it's I just, say it? It's so perfect. Bang better than sex. It is sex. That's that was kind of the, that was kind of the joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> you dog. Uh, what's you sex? dog? Yeah, imagine having sex. Uh, well, could not be me. Could not be me. What, could not be Anybody me. out there can just, can you just like tell me what it's like? Hit, hit the DMs though. Yeah. Hit, the, hit the DMs. No, no, make it public. All right, make it public. Yeah, fuck gotta, it. even better. <laughs> I don't know who even the better. real horn dogs are. Yeah, we're not gonna be bashful. All right, you ready for my number nine? I'll always, always. All right, so I got a couple X guys at the top here. I got the David freaking West. David freaking West, love just, it. Got to think he'd have some great stories, uh, a ton of them. You know, the, and I would love to hear the NBA stuff. That's more of like a real one. Like that'd be fun to like actually like sit down and have a conversation. Just like tell me about tell me about your life. Like let loose a little bit. I will just I'll sit back and listen to whatever the hell you got to say. That would just be fucking awesome. I mean, he's just a fucking Xavier fucking legend. That would be awesome. He's the fucking legend. He's got so many legendary stories, bro. That'd be awesome. All right, who you got number nine, bro? Uh, number eight. Uh. Number eight, I right. have Chris Mullen. Yes. <laughs> like, he's just such a fucking clown. Like, he's such a bad coach, but, like, he was so funny out there. Like, he's so funny. I want to I just, like, hang out with you, like, because, you know, I'm a jackass, too. Like, I'm a clown. Like, I know. let's clown together. Yeah, he, he would honestly fit in pretty dang well with us. Honestly, like, I think he would. Like, his, his personality, like, he and he's out there. Like, he's... Like he's a his personality is electric, and like I think he's just as ADHD as we are. Like, get him, get some alcohol in him, like, and get some get some Bud Light, Bush Light in there, and right. he's going off the rails. And he kind of is like you and me, you know, like really bad at what he does, but fun <laughs> as fuck. Just you know? fun as fuck to watch and listen to. Yeah, I know. So he would fit in perfectly. I'm here for that. I'm big here for that. You ready for my number eight, bro? Always. All right, bro. And this one, you know, could go really well. It might not. We'll see. It couldn't be bad. I got Travis Steele, man. I wouldn't – I would just love to drink with Travis Steele just to get him to let loose, man. Because, right. like – He's so business. Like you, just, you always get all business, Trav, and I would just love to see what he's like, like six, seven, eight beers deep. And you know his tolerance is tiny. He's, he's, a, he's a slender, like, short dude. So you got to think six, seven beers deep. And he doesn't drink out. There's no way that Travis Steele drinks beer. No chance. But he promotes it. Oh, he promotes it. He's about the life. You know, I don't think he's, like, against it. But, like, there's no way he personally does, in my opinion. I, but, he definitely doesn't drink, like, the way, like, I, he, no. like he, he definitely does not go out and get wasted. 
I see I'm sure he has the like guy one drinks relax. only on vacation. I think only on vacation he drinks. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's, that's a good way to put it. Like, Very only good. he's a vacay drinker, you know? And I could see him drinking, like, wine or something. I could see him being, like, a <laughs> wine guy. But, like, a, bro. A dry, wet red wine. Exactly, right. Like, this is a Merlot. Like, okay, <laughs> Steve. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you're yeah, you're from Danville, Indiana. Come on, my uh, But I just want to see him let loose and just talk shit about Jay Wright. That's all I want. Six, Can we seven, get some eight Jay Wright from Travis just some, Dre, some Jay Wright slander, but I would live for that. I would lose my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be absolutely fantastic, bro. So that's my easily number eight. Like that could go very, very well. High ceiling, low floor. Love it. I absolutely love it. Who you got? All right. My number seven. Oh, man. John go. Fanta. Yes, sir. <laughs> we Stanta. Like, Stanta. He's just so much fun to talk to, and he's, like, so excited about Big East basketball just like we are. Like, yeah. our, our personality is, like, he's all he, – he's so serious. We're never serious. But he's like, for the boys, though. But he is for the boys. Like, he just comes in the chat like, who's horny? Dude, it's so good. I just love that he's a big energy ball, man. It might, it, it, we might not be, you know, the same kind of person, but he's he's just awesome, bro. Like, no matter what you're doing, he's here for it. He's just a big energy ball, you know, trying to do the right thing. He's a good dude. A very good dude. Like, I, I love him to death. Like, the Fanta lives, I live for them. I love being God, able to I talk to him. Alive. And, like, and, and just, anytime he acknowledges my existence is just this is the happiest moment of my life. When he says my name, bro, I get really hashtag horny. <laughs> Just when if Fanta says my name, I'm just like, oh god. He's like, welcome CapEx. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> so I'm, like, the nervous, like, I'm, I'm on a platform. Holy shit. <laughs> so fucking good, bro. <laughs> That's so good. So all right, my number seven. This would be the hypest time of my life. And the older I get, the more I just appreciate this man. And that is Dickie V. Dick Vitale. Oh man. Dickie V, bro, I feel like five, six years ago, it sucked because he was starting to become, like, washed, and people were trying to cancel Dick Vitale because he was kind of getting senile. But I feel like he bounced back. I don't know if I'm the only one that thinks this. I feel like a lot of people wrote off Dick Vitale, but I've been following on Instagram and Twitter the last, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight months. I watch his, like, motivational tip of the day, like, every morning, and it just gets me fucking psyched because it's just Dick Vitale. Like, dude, he will always be an icon to me. Like, he is synonymous with college basketball. Like, he just is one of those things that makes college basketball fun. You know, like, the Dick Vitellos, the, the Bill Rafteries, like, all the passionate dudes like that. And I'm getting kind of serious for Jack Astry. Just make college hoops fun. You know what I mean? It just feels different than any other sporting event, you know? Like, it just feels like people really care, really get into it. The energy is actually authentic. I um, love energy. And but, uh, That's shocking to hear. <laughs> Andy, like an energy? Pff, no way. It couldn't be me. Uh, yeah, say exactly. it ain't there's, so, Andy. There's, Andy, you are very lo-fi. You are a very low-key dude. I'm, I'm so chill. Very don't chill. Raise my voice at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, Dick, I remember um the first time I heard Dickie V's voice was I was playing a pl- a game on PlayStation One. A co- it was like March Combat Madness on '97. Oh my god! And like, uh, like I remember like. Hand. Dunking, and he said, "Dixie, dude, dunk a brew, baby." I'm like, "Dad, who is this guy?" I know. <laughs> and, I know. Um, uh, like that is that's Dick Vitale, Andy. Like you'll hear that name for your entire life. He announced the second Xavier upset over UC when UC was number one, and it was 
awesome. I just, you don't forget those kind of things, man. Like he's, he's the man and he's legitimately a really, really good guy. And just all the, I can't even imagine all the stories that man would have. Oh God. Yeah. Like I remember when, uh, so the high school by my house, uh, it's the one that CJ Frederick went to, um, the Covenant Catholic, when they were down in Florida, he was at one of their games and started like boasting about them, like how good they were. And like they ended up winning Dang. the state championship that year. Like, and like, he's That's just so a cool. genuine, like he just loves basketball. He's going to a high school tournament of, to watching teams he's never heard of. I know. And he's like, just always doing good things too. Like I, every other post I see from him is him trying to like save kids that have cancer. I mean, he just genuinely seems like a good guy. He's, he's a genuinely good dude. And I, I really hate when people slander him. Uh, because he is just a good guy. I understand, like, he, the, for a while, he did seem like he was going senile. He was kind of losing it. But, like, he's he's just a genuinely great guy who loves the sport that we love. So, no no Dick Vitale slander. We're not here for that. No. No. We do not stand slander of Dick Vitale. We really don't. We really just don't. Andy, who you got next? All right. My next one, I have... And, you know, you know, I'm a big baseball guy. The GOAT, <laughs> Joseph Daniel Votto. Oh, that's a good one. I, I, I was like, so uh, one of my favorites, I mean, listening to his interviews, he just sounds like such a fun guy to be around. Uh, he's awesome. so funny. And like, one thing I did here was the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, anytime, they, like, uh, like they, they'd select a, like, a topic each before each game. And anytime they, someone got the first base, they would try to get Joey Votto to talk about it because they'll just talk about anything. Dude, like, one he's of them so like candid. UFOs. Like, they try to get him to talk about UFOs. He's fucking great. I just I love the guy so much. I would love to just sit down and just listen to him talk. So he'll talk about literally anything. I know he's fucking awesome. He's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's universally lovable. He is, and I hate that the old heads hate on him so much. God, Fuck God. you, old heads. Yeah, old heads, they ruin everything. I'm not going to go on that tangent because that's a that, that's going to get me angry again. I know, I know. We don't need that. We don't need we that. We don't need angry, Andy. You won't like him when he's angry. All right, so at number six, this is kind of a cheat, but who cares? Fuck it. It's jackass hour. I have Titus and Tate at number six. Okay, okay. I just feel like we I would stand. vibe with them so one well. million billion percent, dude. They are, the, they are literally what this is fucking modeled after. Like – Yes. I remember the first time I heard um, One Shining Podcast, which was their last podcast, I was just like, dude, this is so cool. Because, like, when that ended, I hated the fact that they left the ringer just because, like, I understand, like, why they did it. But the fact right. that it ended One Shiny Pod, One Shining Pod, like, no, dude, that was it was so my, sad. It was my go to, man. I remember I downloaded before I went underway on deployment, like, so many of those episodes, and that shit was just getting me through it. You know what I mean? Like, because that shit's miserable. I ever just listen to that podcast and it'd be, they'd talk about shit from like December or whatever. And this was like three months later, but it was still fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Like, and I remember just cause most college podcasts are just kind of boring. You know what I mean? Like I'm here for the content. Don't get me wrong. Right, but I mean, like, I love college basketball. Like God, dude, John Rothstein's robot podcast, bro. is just like God. fucking fuck. It's insufferable. Um, so like my favorite podcasts, mixed sports and comedy, like Dan Levitard, Titus and Tate, like that kind of shit. Um, so yeah, bro. It was just nice to have like people that are actually funny that will talk about college basketball. Like it was uh, fucking sick. The fact that um, like when when he when he started talking about when Mick Cronin uh, yes. was the new UCLA coach, like I can't believe it. Like, Dude, I just I lost it. I just fucking lost it at that. 
they're legit super fucking funny. Like, they're not funny for college basketball dudes. They're legit funny as shit. Like, they're awesome. And I, 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 absolutely, I absolutely love them. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm so sad that one shining pot is over, but well, yeah, but they got like, Tyson Tate they, now. They still, they're back. Like they are back, yeah. and I'm that, that was honestly like that was a gift. Christmas came early when Tyson oh. Tate decided, you know, let's let's start this shit up again. I was hyped, dude. They're fantastic. Who you got it? Uh, you're at number five now. Number five. I got no escalators. No, oh, that's a good one. That's like, very modern. He's so yeah. fucking funny. God, or like, she. Uh, we don't know. We don't know. It yeah, is can't. a women's basketball school, so. <laughs> it very could be a woman. Like, it, honestly, it could be a woman. If no escalator is a hot woman, then I'm all for it. Like, she's come at digits, me. bro. You should get the digits. <laughs> where, where are you at, <laughs> dude? Let's be real. She's way too smart for you if she's a woman. The, get, can can confirm. <laughs> where the dumbasses at? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need you need the hot balls. Is like a hot, like a female <laughs> hot balls. That's what you need. <laughs> uh, but seriously, like, like whoever they are, they're so fucking quick and so. It's witty. incredible. Like, it's incredible. They, like I mean, I, I'm a I like Coochie a lot. I, I like my I like my Coochie. He's so uh, he's different style of humor. Way yeah. different style of humor. But the day that he said that he looked like a guy that got really excited about pushing elevator buttons, that's oh like my. that's still the funniest Bro. shit I've heard in a year. Dude, that account is funny as shit. And he went on a roll today about the um, Universal um, Tournament. Five, six, seven, just bangers. Bangers. It's just nonsense. Like, the whole whole time they were in it, uh, like, I honestly think that No Escalators spoke UConn to the Big East into existence. I think that the the shit talk legitimately had a big impact on the moving conferences. And that's kind of – I might sound crazy saying that, but I legit think that that – that it just seemed like, the whole, like I remember when they first started talking about like there's no way, and then I it know. happened like literally less than two years later it happened, I know. and I and, and here we are. I think like it, it, there's there's reason to believe that they spoke it into existence. It's not crazy. It's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. I think there actually might be some possibility that their shit talk had an impact on them going to the Big East. And I, I I tend to agree with that because like that, that's when it like really started. Like, UConn that's should incredible. be in the Big East, and here they are. Like it's absolutely fucking incredible. It's so good. All right, so for my number five, I cheated again for the second time in a row. The entire TNT setup, like the entire TNT set for fucking NBA. Ernie, Shaq, Chuck, Kenny, just a beer there. So fun. It would be fucking incredible. Um, that whole fucking thing is so fucking good, dude. Just Chuck's bullshit, Shaq's bullshit, breaking boards, whatever the fuck we would do. Ernie's such such a good guy. And just like Kenny getting in stupid arguments with Chuck about God knows what. Just you can't beat that, man. Absolutely can't beat it. It's the freaking flagship. It's the best halftime show in sports, the best set show in sports. Literally sign me up, and I'm running away with that one. So. That is my number five. What? what? Sorry, I don't know what the hell's going on. All right, so that's your number five. Glad to hear it. Uh, so, and honestly, I, I completely agree with that. Like, anything, I think anybody that loves basketball, you have to love Ernie Johnson. Uh, I his voice, like, it's not it's not the most exciting, but. 
It truly he just is, speaks basketball. He is as universally loved a human as there is on the planet. And he's, he's a great dude, too. Oh, and dude, he's awesome. Like, you, no one hates Ernie Johnson. You can't. Like, as, like you ha- if you love basketball, you have to love Ernie Johnson. It's that simple. If you love anything, you have to love Ernie Johnson. I, hating Ernie Johnson is like hating Gus Johnson. Literally. Are they yeah. brothers? Anyone that hates Ernie Johnson, you come talk to me because we're, we're, we're about to square hands. up. Literally, yeah. Who you got a four, bro? All right, number four, I have J.P. Carlissimo. Hey. I love that dude so much. He's great, dude. I, honestly, I, when when next time Seton Hall comes to town, we are having a beer with him. So that's one that's it's definitely realistic. It's going to happen. We're getting to Dana Gardens. I and he like we have to give him a shout out just about every pod because he's the biggest spokesperson that we have. So, he literally is, dude. He's he's awesome. He's horny as shit. We love JP around here. I, he's so quick. He's so fucking funny. I hit. I will say to like he had the best bachelor night bachelor party night that I've ever heard of. Exactly. Like, the dude, it was like five in the morning and he was drunk as shit and booked a tea time for six AM. Like the dude didn't sleep King. for like twenty seven hours. Could be me. I oh I like my bachelor party has to top that. He set the bar so fucking high. Yeah, good luck with that. So good fucking luck JP, with that. Yeah, we, we have to awesome. get a beer. Love he's you. awesome. Yeah, love you and everything, but um, I'm not going to take it any, any easier on you when we kick that ass in roadkill. No, no, no. We, we, once we take the roadkill classic. No, we, we will hold nothing back. But after that, though, it's all love. We get beers. All right, so now we're getting into the elites of the elites, bro. My number four, Lil Dicky. Oh, my God. <laughs> bro, first of all, if he would even spit one bar, bro, I'm here for it. He has the most, like, funny, awkward, like – witty humor bro like have you seen his show i haven't no oh dude it's actually legit good man i had low expectations so maybe that's why i think it's so good but it's actually legit like good television i think he's legitimately very very funny and he's just cool as shit dude like and he just would like i just love like he's just a random like awkward weirdo like so that shit just cracks me the fuck up dude he's so fucking funny so i would have an absolute ball with little dicky bro that shit would be a fucking blast Love it. Like, you know, I'm a big Lil Dicky stan. Like, That'd be so his, good. his music and then, like, the way he makes fun of himself just like I do. So, oh, I know. Like, it's, he it's, literally has it's his, my favorite right song now. of his is called Personality, and the lyric is, We getting pussy with our personality. Just talking yes, about how it's, that's the way I have to do it. Just talking about how it's, I mean, that's what we've been doing our whole lives, and it works sometimes, not often, because we're not working with much. But anyway, well, I would like to, I think my personality is probably like nine or 10 inches long. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, big personality energy. BPE. Big BPE, bro. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's like, a... like, People ask me, like, why I spend so much, like, why I actually care what my hair looks like. When you look like me, you have to have a what personality and have good hair. Like, what else do I have? Control what you can control, Andy. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. So, like, I have, to, I have to make myself as appeasable. Uh, what? Wow. I respect the hustle. And so, I respect the hustle. Like, I ha- I have to do that or else I get nothing. We're working with what we got out here, man. That's all we're doing. All right, broski, what you got at three? Number three, I have all-time goat, all-time Xavier great, J.P. Makira. Fuck yeah, man! Like I mean, we really like the way I got uh, the way I sort of really enjoying Twitter was the trolling, the jokes, and he is the ultimate troll. Yep. 
and like he honestly is a good dude. Like, oh, like, I know he just fucking clowns. He's the he's the he's, he's a he's a fucking clown out there. Like he he's clowning around, and he like he's so fucking funny out there, and he kind of pushes agendas just like we do. Although he is like he has the cloud for it. Um, <laughs> exactly. Well, all in all, like I love the relationship he has with his grandfather. Like I, I'd love to hear about all that. I love to hear about the journey, and honestly, like I want to hear about his beef with Nick Cronin. I, I can hear about him. Oh my fuck, Nick dude! All fucking Being night. Incredible. We could have. We could. We would just like go off on him. Go off. Be on absolutely Nick incredible. Cronin. Oh, I know. You know he would if he was if a couple beers deep. Oh, he would. He would easily. Be, be awesome, bro. I would even if if I was drunk with JP Makura, I would. I would drop my pants. Just just a just an honor. <laughs> we'll, of him. we'll all do it together. Exactly. Just just to just to honor the man. Yeah, that would be that was that's what that one's a gimme. That one's incredible. So he was actually my number two. So I actually just called an audible. And I have a new number three just to kind of, you know, not do the same one over again. My number three, I'm going Adam Devine, the guy from Workaholics. Oh my that god. Dude is funny as shit. I fucking love that guy, dude. He actually came out and visited my aircraft carrier, and he seems like the chillest fucking dude. Um, he did like a USO trip where he came out and visited our aircraft carrier. Like celebrities come out and do that shit. Oh, dude, that's he cool. he is such a chill dude, man. Like, and just him on Workaholics, bro. If you've seen that show, like, just the chillest fucker, bro. Like that style of humor is right up my fucking alley, bro. I fucking love it. Dude, I, I've only seen a few um, Workaholics episodes, but they are just fucking hysterical. It's so good, dude. Like, that's the life I, I need to see the rest man. of them. You, dude, you have to watch it. It's, it's must-watch TV. Uh, but who you, got to th- who you got it to? Number two, I have Rick Carter. Oh, that's such a good one. <laughs> like, um, during the Cap Live, he was absolutely electric. I need – like, we need to get him on here, dude. I like, hope I he's die. He's so fucking Carter funny. Boss. God, Carter bombs are so good. That's how I want to die. <laughs> like, like, he's so quick, and he's like, he's so Xavier. Like, he'll shit on I UC, know. and like, he's just exactly, and like, the dude obviously he knows basketball. He's a fucking Xavier assistant coach, but like, he has the same personalities we do. We can just sit there and talk hoops, and he's he'll such tell a chiller. Us, he'll tell me, and he won't be afraid to tell me when I'm wrong, and I'll just accept it. And I love those coaches that are candid like that because most coaches just give you coach speak and they are all like they're delegates and they don't want to say the wrong bullshit. Carter and go oh, fuck. He's fucking love that. real. He is. He's fucking awesome. Real. He's a he's a real one. We fucking stand Carter hard. I'm Rick Carter. Like the 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 day he followed me back was I was so honored. Right. I was so honored out there. Yeah. He he's he's fantastic, bro. That's such a good one. You killed it. All right, my number two. Comedy goat, Will Ferrell. Oh, my fucking God. Just awesome, dude. I mean, I feel like he would do characters. You would just get anything and everything. He would chat up anybody. He's so fucking quick. Okay. I mean, dude. His wit is just impeccable. He's, dude. If, if, if dude, imagine if he brought John C. Riley. I would just let them do their <laughs> thing. and just. I'll just sit back. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll even buy. I'll, I'll pay for the drinks. Yeah, I'll just turn on the laughing gas machine and just let these dudes do their fucking thing. Just do some improv. Just do some improv. We're just like, just talk. Just do, just do some improv, dude. I don't <laughs> fucking give a shit. Just make, go ahead and make Talladega Nights too, and just fucking talk. You be Ron Burgundy, you be fucking Shake and Bake, yada yada yada. Go ape shit. I just can't be. Do it. I, oh my god, I would just sit back and just enjoy my fucking life. 
Get the popcorn ready. Get the fucking popcorn ready. All right, bro. Who you got at number one? My number one. I think all of HBET can agree with this one. Live, laugh, loans. Loans. Yeah, you killed it. Yeah. Like, oh my, like, he is, he tried to push the agenda of pantaloons. Yeah. So fucking, he's so fucking funny. The the fact that he does not want to be in the chat just kills me. But, like, we just know that he does not want to be in there. He's another one. We got to get him on here. Like, it's, we just have to make it happen. It's a mutually agreed on. We just got to make it happen. We have to. The roll blob. Roll loans pod. Yep, that'll be the, uh, that'll be the best episode of all time. It has to be like it'd be right up there with the Dennis one, like the Dennis yeah. interview, like hundred percent. Like now that they now that everybody has a frame, a frame of reference, like that with loans, everybody loves loans. You have to stand exactly. loans, or you're just kicked out of H bed. So yep, I have nothing for you. Like honestly, loans. You and JP get together and come to Cincinnati, or we'll go to, or we'll head to East Orange, Yellow, wherever the fuck you guys are, and <laughs> East Orange. <laughs> Uh, and we all, we all got to get beers together because I love you guys. They're That's so happens. fucking funny. Dude, they, yeah, the, Seton Hall's got some good dudes. They do. Like they uh, they carry Seton Hall Twitter. Seton Hall's got some good dudes. All right, bro. My number one undisputed, Dave Chappelle. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Could not beat that, bro. Dude, Dave fucking Chappelle. He is so edgy. I know. That's my favorite part about him, bro. He doesn't hold anything back. Uh, the blind KKK member? Dude, he can make a brown man blush, dude. Fucking A. Dude, he is incredible. Like, so, like his comedy talent is just like, – it's, it's legendary. Like, I love him so much. Yeah, he, he might be my favorite stand-up comedian of all time. <laughs> Dave fucking Chappelle. Good he just, shit. Yeah, I don't even Nothing needs to be said about that one. That explains itself. All right, Andy. I think we did the deed, man. I think. Oh man, I think we've we had another successful one and a, a great debut as part of the Broken Anchor. Awesome, bro. And I, I love it. We actually look semi-official now. It's kind of weird. We've always been like the outskirts fucking thing, but uh, I'm here for it though. It's fucking uh, I'm, cool. I'm I'm super excited. And anybody yeah, out there, cool. go follow the the Broken Anchor. They're uh, yep. literally the Broken Anchor on Twitter and the Broken Anchor blog on Instagram. Give them a follow. You'll see our content. You'll see a lot of the great stuff that they put out there. I, they, these dudes are making it. Like they, They've only been around for three months. They've got about 830 followers now and almost 1,000 follower, followers on Instagram. So like, they are making some moves, and they put some really good shit out there. And they don't, they don't even just talk about sports. They, they, um, they, they just talk about restaurants, movies, like TV shows. Anything and everything. Like really, just literally, literally everything. We're we're a P, like obviously, um, Cap and I, we're gonna be more sports. But as a company, we do everything. So tell your They're, friends, tell your family, give them a follow. I promise you, like, content machines. Good content out there. Good content. They're content there. machines. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, my dudes, it's been fun. It's been real. Enjoy some freaking football this weekend for me. And uh, yeah, man, we did it. It's it's been fun. It always is. I hope you guys enjoyed the pod. As as always, stay horny, live, laugh, loans. Stay horny, my friends. Have a good one.